Welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. I'm Danny Smith, and today we continue our story series with Debbie Clark. So, Debbie, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me back. So, a little background on Debbie. She holds a bachelor's in man- uh, business management with an emphasis in organizational behavior. She's managed numerous teams over the last 25 years and currently holds what I believe may be one of the toughest jobs at Safe Start as the director of consulting services. So, you stay pretty busy with us, right? Keeping us all in line. I do. And I love it. I really do. Yeah. It, it, it's got to be kind of like herding uh 20 plus alpha cats, I guess you could say. <laughs> yes. On a, like I feel like an air traffic controller on an aircraft carrier. So let me remind everybody how this series works. Uh, Debbie's going to tell us her safe start story, and uh, then we'll give you a chance just to pause the podcast and you can discuss it with your team. And then finally, Debbie and I will come back and we'll go through the state's errors and certs and, and talk about the story a bit. One of the other things that's very interesting about Debbie and I find just really, really fascinating is she is a, a really, really fantastic wildlife photographer. She, she loves shooting wildlife. Uh, she has a few eagles that live near her. In fact, my wife, Angie, and I were up near where she lives in in Southern Tennessee back, uh, I guess it was last fall, and uh, had the opportunity to go out with her and her husband, Ricky, and and see the eagles that she shoots so many photographs of. And it was just just really, really amazing to see the eagles that she shares. And uh, just, we'll talk more about that later, but that's a bit more about about some of the things that Debbie loves doing, which actually ties back into her story just a little bit. So Debbie, if you would kind of take it away from there and uh, tell us a bit about what happened. Well, there's really two stories. I had fallen several times in recent months. Once I was falling up the steps from the garage and tripped and fell into the wood door. I, I worked from home. So I ran down the steps to get something out of the garage and then ran back up, tripped going up the stairs, slammed my face (laughs) against the wood door that was closed, by the way, and broke my nose. And the next time, which was soon after that, I was sitting at my desk and I can look out or I used to, I changed offices, but I, I look out and I can see wildlife out of, I live on the river, so I can see wildlife out the window. And I saw a beautiful juvenile eagle. And so I leave my camera out and I grabbed my camera and I went running out the door to take a picture. I have a great big lens, a long lens. And my husband had just told me that morning He had said, I'm fixing the wood planks on the deck, so be careful. Don't step in that wood plank. So you foreshadow what happened. I'm running out to take a picture. I'm not looking anywhere. And one leg goes in that hole, and I almost dropped my very expensive camera that all the consultants bought for me. Um, I had it holding it above my head with one leg in the hole, one leg out holding my camera up, needless to say, I missed the picture of the eagle. So, uh, but I could have really hurt myself, you know, if I had gone completely through the deck. I did break my nose on the other fall that I had. Right. So you broke your nose going into the door, but fortunately saved the camera as you were falling through the, the deck, right? Very good. Exactly. 
All right. So uh, we're going to give everybody a chance now to pause the recording and give you the opportunity just to talk about Debbie's story or stories, actually, I guess you could say, among yourselves. And remember, as you go through those two incidents, think about both of those in terms of states and errors, but also think about critical error reduction techniques that may have prevented each one or could prevent something similar from happening in the future. And Debbie kind of alluded a bit to how that could have been potentially worse, but uh, kind of have a conversation about that as well. And we'll be back right after you have a few minutes to talk about that. All right, Debbie, we're back. So let's talk about, why don't we start with the first incident there where you uh, broke your nose. What what states do you think you were in when that happened, when you were going uh, back up the stairs? Well, when the first incident where I broke my nose was definitely I was complacent mm-hmm. or I was really talented falling up the steps. I mean, who falls up the steps? You know, it's funny you say that uh, because that's one of the little things that I joke about uh, in when we're doing unit one. We've got that list of uh, you know common injuries or common close calls, the 13 different items there. And one of them is falling down the stairs. And I always joke and say, hey, if you're talented like me, you've, you've fallen going up the stairs. And You'd be surprised. It's probably 25% of every room that kind of giggles and sheepishly raises their hands there. So you're not alone in that. I always say you get bonus points if you've fallen up and down the stairs. So I'm right there with you. Uh, And like I said, not surprising. A lot of other folks are the same way. So what about the second thing where you uh, grabbed your camera and went rushing out onto the deck there? I guess I kind of gave that away, didn't I? But anyway, what, what, what do you see there as you're hurrying out onto the deck there? Maybe I should say. Uh, well, I almost dropped my camera and obviously it was my husband's fault because he should have put something over the hole, but (laughs) I'm not going to blame him, sweetie pie. Um, I knew the plank was missing. In other words, I was fully aware of the hazards. So that really speaks to the power of human factors. They can easily override what you know and create a performance error or an error that can get you hurt and this was really bad because I'm not very athletic. So the whole leg and one leg in and one leg out was not good. I've had similar situations with that myself. And that's, uh, it's quite painful, right? When you, especially when you're not <laughs> expecting something like that, <laughs> not that we would ever expect to step in a hole. It's not like as Kevin Cobb, our producer often says, it's not like you look and see a hole and say, Oh, hole! Oh, I think I'll step in that. You know, <laughs> no, <laughs> you intentionally step around it. Right. So, uh, in this case, fair to say just a bit of rushing there, maybe a bit of excitement too. one of those other human factors. We don't, you know, it's not on the safe start card, but it's certainly one of the other human factors that we see that contribute here, right? Yes, for sure. So uh, in both of those cases, uh, it sounds like you, the state you were in really contributed to errors of eyes and mind not on task, which led to, well, I guess you could say line of fire in the first one for sure, and then balance traction and grip with the second one, although arguably line of fire and balance traction and grip could probably be in both of them for sure. So Debbie, one thing we didn't talk about here was uh, how this could have been worse. You you alluded to that a little bit in, as you were telling your stories, but thinking about that, let's, let's start with the, uh, the second part of the story there, or the second story, I guess, really, which is uh, when you, you fell through the, the hole there on the deck, how could that part have been worse there? Well, besides, you know, dropping my camera, which I can't replace, physically, you know, I could have broken my leg because I had one leg out and one leg, or really my hip, I had one leg out and one leg in, and in between me screaming at my husband 
to come pull me out of the hole. <laughs> and he could have died. That could have been a worse. <laughs> but I could have really, really hurt myself. I'm no youngster anymore. So could have pulled that leg out of socket as well as, you know, broken my leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did the uh, I did the Chevy Chase thing one time, uh, kind of Christmas vacation where you step between the rafters the, in the attic, and so I, I that was where my experience with oh, uh, with the uh, the yeah. being up to your hip and, and something. Actually, I didn't go quite to my hip. I think I went about halfway to my knee, but uh, still hurt. So I, I can relate. Uh, let's talk about the other one where you uh, where you tripped going up the stairs and and broke your nose. Uh, how could that one have been worse? Well. It really actually knocked me out. Mm. I hit it so hard that it knocked me out. And my husband found me as I was waking up. So it could have broken the orbit of my eye because since it did break my nose, and I think the nose really saved me from a fate worse than what happened because I have a big nose. So, but it could have broken the orbit of my eye or it could have, Uh, It could have really given me a uh, concussion uh, because, you know, it hit, I hit it so hard that literally there were stars and then there were nothing. I mean, it was really bad. Right. Good thing Ricky was home as well, right? That could have been another thing that if you, you don't tell him how long you could have laid there if, if he had not been home, right? Right. Uh, What cert or search do you think could have helped to avoid these or maybe to help something like this from happening again in the future? Well, on the one where I busted my nose, I was complacent. Of course, we know that safety-related habits are the only way to offset complacency. Therefore, after analyzing what happened, I discovered I developed a bad habit of not always using the handrail, Hmm. um, which is like never. I never use the handrail. Yeah. And, And what about the missing plank there? Uh, anything on that? I could have self-triggered on rushing, kept my eyes on the task, or in this case, on the path. Unfortunately, I didn't. I was left with analyzing close calls. And you discovered something else, as you mentioned, was we were kind of getting ready for this session. Uh, you, you mentioned something else about analyzing close calls, something else you recognized with that as well, right? Yes, because I kept thinking, why do I keep doing this? over and over. Uh, And I figured out that every time I fell or did something like this, I was wearing my computer glasses because I normally, if I'm out and about, I wear uh, bifocals. But when I'm in front of my computer and I would say three fourths of my time, I am sitting in front of my computer. I have to wear computer glasses. So when I just for a second, I would take a second and go out and do something. I had those glasses on, which morphs the way that you look at the ground or anything, really. So what I realized that I I needed to start working on the habit that when I step away from my desk for any reason, even just for a second, I take off my computer glasses and I either go without my glasses or switch to my bifocals. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. And that's something you had to develop now as a habit, right? You had to, had to practice doing that. And that's, that's not something we would have on our, our safe start card, but certainly that would fit into the other for you. Right. Very good. Exactly. So I got to ask Debbie, um, the busted nose going up the stairs, or if you had broken your camera, 
which one would have hurt worst? <laughs> oh, for sure the camera. Because y'all bought me the camera that I couldn't have bought myself. I mean, it's a beautiful camera. It was such a sweet gift and that my consultants did. So no, that would have just killed me. So I would have rather put both legs through the deck than my <laughs> So uh, I just love it. You, you, I know you really love the camera and, and, and just not just the camera itself, but the sentiments behind it and all the consultants uh, got that for you. Gosh, it's been a couple of years back now. It's hard to imagine it's been that long, but it's I know you've five made, years, five yeah, or six years. And you've really made great use of it. Just some of your pictures are just absolutely amazing. And, and I know you just love using that, right? I do. I do. I love it. It gives me a break and, it's it's wildlife is just something that you you with a camera I can't draw a stick man so at least with a camera I can make beautiful art without having to use any talent whatsoever because I don't have any <laughs> so. I don't know about that I've seen some of the pictures and they, they are truly amazing uh so that's that's our time for today. We could talk about wildlife photography for quite a while here because uh, I love seeing the things that Debbie does, and obviously she loves taking the photographs as well. So uh, we, we'll uh, we'll we'll leave that to her. If you want to connect with Debbie about some of the photography that she's done, uh, just reach out to her, and she can uh, she can give you more information on that. Remember with the Safe Start stories, the the big thing that we're trying to do here is we're really trying to to help ourselves recognize that state to error pattern and to really do that subconsciously so that we don't have to think about it. And as our subconscious mind begins recognizing that state to error pattern, it just helps us to, to trigger some of those habits subconsciously where we don't have to think of it. We default to the safe way of doing things. Uh, just it really helps to get us thinking about the stuff that are, that's going on around us, even though we may not realize that we're thinking again because it's in the subconscious mind, right? So uh, that's where those habits re reside. And that's a part of what this vicarious learning experience of hearing other people's stories and analyzing them really is all about, right? So for the entire team here, uh, we really appreciate uh, Debbie joining us today. And thank you for joining us as well. Uh, be sure again to share this if you haven't already with others in the organization. Use this as part of the toolbox talk or something like that. And uh, just take that opportunity to pause the podcast in the middle there and review the stories with your team. It's just a great, great learning opportunity for everyone. So have a great day and we'll talk again soon.